Hello, everybody. I am Louise Eddington of Cosmic Owl Astrology, and I'm going to talk to you today about an extremely important Sun-Saturn conjunction, which is called a Kazemi. Um, and before I do, I'm just going to ask you to subscribe to my channel below and hit the little bell so that you um, get notified when I upload new content. Um, but I'm going to dive right into this and I'm going to share the chart really quickly and then just talk to you. And I'm going to point out the aspects. So and then I'll talk about what it all means. All right, let's dive in. So the exact conjunction is going to take place on February the 16th, which is tomorrow at 11.48 a.m. Um, Eastern. So you can adjust for your own time, but mm, it's it's kind of a big one. So it's happening all day. And I'll talk about some times of the um, what's called the Kazemi, because an, an exact sun planet conjunction is called Kazemi, which means that the planet is in the heart of the sun, right at the center, often called the throne of the king. I prefer throne of royalty because, you know, it's um, queens as well. <laughs> and, and we are in the sign of Aquarius, which is very egalitarian. So there, this is where the sun and Saturn are conjunct. Okay. And um, this is in, um, if you see this, by 11 minutes in an almost exact trying to asteroid Hecate. So I'll talk what, about what that means. It's also in a sextile to um, asteroid Circe. So I'll talk about what that means too. But I do want to point out that as I'm speaking, I'm recording this on February the 15th. The sun is um, a, a just about exactly conjunct to Circe and opposing Hecate and making what's called a wedge pattern, drawing a, um, a, a real kind of pulling together of these energies. And again, I'm going to talk about what those energies are and what they mean. Also, this... Um, this Kazemi conjunction is square to um, dwarf planet Sedna. So, and she has been hovering around these um, end degrees of Taurus for quite a while. And she's going to be moving into Gemini this year. And I'll talk about what that means as well. But I will say that she is close to, um, or sitting on rather, uh, fixed star Algol. So um, I'm just going to add her actually. So you can see Algol. Uh, there's so many stars. Let me just quickly get Algol. Sorry, I should have added this before. But here she is. There's Algol 2629. So very close. So this is square to Algol as well. Oh, quite a lot going on there. And of course, we've got a lot of other things going on as well as this Kazemi with Pluto at the anoretic last degree of Capricorn, finishing up his journey in Capricorn, where he's going to bob in and out of Aquarius for the next couple of years okay five times he's going to pass the zero degree of Aquarius so there's a little quite a bit to talk about so I'm going to stop the share and just talk about it because and I'm not going to do all signs um because this is going to be quite long anyway um if you know um where your rising sign is look where Aquarius is in your chart if you um um 
if you go to astro-seek.com or astro.com, you can create a free chart. Look for this symbol, look for this degree and find where it is in your chart. But I'm going to talk about it from a, a kind of more um, upper level kind of thing, if you like. So, <laughs> so the first thing I want to say is that this Kazemi is the last sun Saturn Kazemi in the sign of Aquarius until 2051. It's actually the next one is actually going to be um in January of 20. It's January the 31st, 2051. So we've just had the last Mercury Pluto conjunction in um Capricorn. That was last Friday. I'm recording this on uh, what day am I? <laughs> um, Wednesday, February the 16th. So uh, just almost a week ago, we had the Mercury Pluto conjunction in Capricorn, and that was at 28 degrees. So we're getting these end degree um, Kazemis conjunctions, um, finishing up cycles and starting new cycles. And that in itself, that though they're starting new planetary cycles as well, synodic cycles with, with the sun. And um, but also they're at the end of signs because a lot of planets are changing signs as well this year. So, so many endings, so many beginnings. So, first of all, this is at 27 Aquarius, 44, um, finishing up the journey. Um, Sun will then move into Pisces, followed by Saturn. But um, Sun and Saturn has been what's called combust the Sun for quite a while. Now, using a 10 degree orb, that is since January the 30th, and um, Saturn will be combust the uh, Sun until February the 27th. And what that means is that Saturn is not visible from, um, from our perspective because the light of the Sun is burning out the energy of the planet from our perspective. So the sun obviously is so bright that um, the, the planet is no longer visible. And, and that means the energy is somewhat burnt out. Combust means burned out. And to my mind, that always kind of means like a little bit like a phoenix, like you, you burn it down to be reborn. So Saturn is not only finishing the journey in um, Aquarius this month, he's also kind of the energy is kind of being burned out to be reborn again. And and so when um, when Saturn emerges from um, this um, combustion, he'll be right at the end of the of this um, of this sign. So let me show you quickly. Um, February the twenty seventh, and uh, I don't like to kind of uh, really. Um, So it's 6 uh, p.m. OK, so I'm going to show you again. By the way, if you're looking at the chart and you're an astrologer, I, use, I am a modern astrologer. I use Porphyry um, house system. I also use whole signs for some things for like horoscopic astrology and um, for, for the um, um, predictive you know, all signs videos, because 
uh, there's no really no other way to do it. So by um, February the 27th, when the sun reaches 10 degrees past Saturn, I'm using a 10 degree orb for combustion. Uh, there's a little bit of debate about that, but look where Saturn will be right at the very last degree. And then just days later, Saturn moves into the sign of Pisces for almost three years on March the 7th. And by that point, you can see that the sun is more than 15 degrees away, which is what some astrologers use as well. So it's almost like the core of our solar system is um, taking, <laughs> which is the sun, is taking Saturn into the new sign and burning out his journey through Aquarius and saying, what lessons have we learned? Now, the Kazemi itself is, is means that it's this bright spot right in the middle of the journey and this it's it's in the throne Saturn's at his strength for the short time and it's like we're going to get these dazzling insights now Kazemi officially is like us again a little bit of dispute here but I use 17 minutes before and after 17 solar arc minutes the Kazemi is beginning at um 3.46 a.m. Eastern time on the 16th and ending at 7.36 p.m. Eastern time. That's New York time on the 16th. So for that period from 3.46 a.m. to 7.36 p.m., adjust for your time zones. Saturn is going to be really strong and Saturn is the traditional ruler of Aquarius. So this is about what containers and what structures we're taking into the next stage of our journey. What have we learned in for Saturn's journey through um, the sign of Aquarius, where he moved into Aquarius back at the end of 2020 and had the great conjunction with Jupiter um, at zero Aquarius. And that happened on the actual winter solstice in 2020. So what have you learned? What have you mastered since that time? All right. What have you, um, what structures do you want to take? How have you become um, more egalitarian? How have you become um more able to master thinking outside the box how have you become more aquarian really an aquarian is kind of the most quirky sign it really is a mixture of conservatism and future um futuristic kind of energy um it's kind of the sign of hopes and wishes and moving towards the future it's the is the second it's the penultimate sign of the Zodiac. So we're finishing a journey through the Zodiac as well. And it's, uh, you know, it's the sign of the people. It's opposing sign is Leo, which is the sign of the king or queen or rulership. So this is, you know, people rising up. We've seen unions um, on the rise. We've seen the attempts to uh, crush <laughs> the people what the people really want and sometimes successfully I don't want to get too uh you know you you know what's kind of happened over the last um couple of years but um look back on that time 
Now, I want to talk about the aspects to this Kazemi, because I think be, with this Kazemi being the, the very last in Aquarius till 2051, it's going to kind of take us through to that time. Uh, you know, we're, that's almost 30 years. That's 28 years, a whole Saturn cycle, because Saturn cycle is about 29, 28, 29 years and and so <laughs> let's go through the aspects one by one so the first one is the most exact aspect and that is the exact sextile sorry trine trine aspect to hecate now hecate those of you that follow me know that she's one of my favorite asteroids um she's the way shower she's kind of the lady with the lamp who lights the way to the crossroads i've done hecate readings where you know where hecate is in your chart um, she shows you the way when you kind of feel a bit lost, go back to your Hecate, look at that, look at the sign, look where she is. Um, if you want me to look at that, you know, uh, book a reading with me. But um, if you know it, then um, look for the Hecate um, asteroid in your chart. And uh, but in, in this one, you know, this is um this is sextile, sorry, trine, I keep saying sextile. This is a nice supportive air trine. But not only that, Hecate is stationing direct. She stations direct on the 18th. So two days after this Kazemi, which means that she is a very in a very powerful position. When planets or asteroids or any planetary body station, retrograde or direct, those station points and station degrees are really kind of uh, points that dig in and really we feel the change. OK, so this is air signs. This is a lot of thinking. This is a lot of ideas. And you'll be thinking about what's ending and where you're going. And I would ask, invite you to call on Hecate to show you your direction. Um, there's a lot of Facebook groups to Hecate. Um, you know, there's a she's a really powerful goddess. She was said to be the triple uh, moon goddess. She was actually Demeter's companion when Demeter or uh, Ceres went searching for Persephone. Um, Hem, uh, Demeter heard her from below and realized that that's where she was with Hades after Hades had taken Persephone to the um, to the underworld to um, to ravish her, basically. But they became they actually fell in love in the end. That's an allegory for losing innocence. But Demeter is the companion on this soul journey into the underworld. So this Kazemi is an ending and Hecate is about to change direction. And not only that, uh, the Kazemi and Hecate are both at 27 degrees. And that is two plus seven is a nine, which is kind of the end of a cycle in, in numerology as well. So there's so much ending on this Kazemi. So I really want you to um, think about that and make it count perhaps really to spend some time um, as the Kazemi approaches um, this evening or tomorrow during the Kazemi, kind of thinking about where you're going, because with endings come new beginnings, because then we're starting a new synodic cycle of the sun and, Cap and Saturn. 
and their next conjunction will be in Pisces. So, so that's the first aspect. Then we've also got this sextile. This time it really is a sextile. So another supportive aspect to Circe in Sagittarius. Sagittarius, the sign of um, freedom, seeking, truth-seeking, uh, visionary. And uh, Circe is um, the witch. She is an alchemist, really. She, um, You could read the book Madeline uh, Circe by M Madeline M Miller, to find out more about her it's a it's a really good read as well so and she Circe is in is kind of alchemizing all the truths we've learned um since Saturn and Jupiter met at zero Aquarius back at the end of 2020 and she's kind of mixing it all in the pot to create what's the the gold of what we've really found to be true Lastly, I'm going to talk, just talk about the square to Sedna. All right. I'm not going to talk about our gold because um, that's Medusa. And uh, well, maybe uh, maybe I'll talk about it a little bit. But to Sedna, Sedna has an 11,408 year orbit. OK, she is the um, the. Um, harbinger of massive massive collective change sedna was last at the end of taurus at the end of the great ice ages when people uh, became when human beings became agrarian and started farming and and started kind of creating communities and things like that and to my mind she's really associated with climate change and it's really interesting that in, on this kazemi what we have emerging from this is the damage that we humans are doing to this planet. Um, because we have, for one example, we have the um, the uh, in environmental disaster that's developing um, in Ohio, where there was a train derailment and it spilled a lot of really toxic chemicals. So how we work with our resources and things. Taurus is our resources and Sedna's in the sign of Taurus is really being highlighted. And I think on this Kazemi, we are really going to have something coming in our face, to be honest, about things that we need to change if we don't want to poison ourselves and kill ourselves, um, which we appear to be doing at the moment. There is the um, square to Algol as well, and, and that's Medusa. You know, Algol is supposed to be one of the um, the most dangerous kind of uh, fixed stars. And, and to my mind, that also brings to mind this contentious kind of bringing to light, which is what the Kazemi often does, of things that we're doing to the earth and collectively. And how do we want to move forward to the future <laughs> okay so, so this is a really really important kazemi and conjunction um again i'm not going to go through the, the whole signs because i just wanted to get this out there for you today but i invite you to make the most of it for your personal life and look at what you're doing with all the themes i've talked about alchemizing truth that your way forward what do you how do you want to go forward in creating hopefully a brighter and better future 
So I want before I leave, though, I do want to give you a shout out, give a shout out to my sponsors, my podcast sponsors. And I've also got my owl mug with my coffee in quick sip. (laughs) And um, Four Sigmatic, Four Sigmatic is just, oh, I'm so enjoying this coffee. It brightens my focus. Four Sigmatic coffee, if you've never come across it, um, contains um, basically medicinal mushrooms, (laughs) not not psychoactive mushrooms, uh, like reishi and things that improve focus and and it just kind of makes the coffee um, less. Um, when I drink the Four Sigmatic coffee, I kind of get the coffee lift without that awful kind of buzz that you can, tired buzz that you get if you have too much. I love Four Sigmatic coffee. It's absolutely amazing. Um, Four Sigmatic have been very generous and given me a code, COSMIC, which you'll find in the show notes below to get 30% off your first order. It's money back if you don't like it. So try it, give it a try. Um, ask for your money back if it doesn't suit you um, and um, or create a subscription if you do like it. But they also make various other things. They make elixirs, they make protein powders, they make various things like that if you don't drink coffee. But they help people achieve elevated wellness um, with the world's most nutrient dense ingredients so why not enjoy your coffee with some stuff that's also really good for you so give it a try okay so again thank you give me a subscribe and give me a bell and i'd love to hear your comments what was happening for you or what's happened for you since saturn moved into aquarius at the end of 2020 and where do you think you're going um leave me a comment tell me and um it's a very exciting time but quite challenging with all these endings and beginnings so keep strong and um join me next time